really sad that we didn't catch um, my, Any of my you waving a dog in my face. Yeah, my my little my little penis scare. Um, real sad, real yeah, real sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, Stevie mentioned messing around with a a silent fidget toy, as they put it. Yeah, and uh, when they brought it within view of the camera, it was their packer, which yeah. Well, I am now I am now a little bit scarred. Well, well, no. The joke was when I'm fidgeting with it under the table, it looks like I'm doing something, and so that's the context for why I showed you because that makes it funny. Um, and then Micah said that's realistic, and I said I wouldn't know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then we had to restart the recording um, because I thought Micah was already recording that bit, but alas, here we are. The great I may not scare even keep, I may not even keep this part. That's funny. It's up to you though. Yeah, I'll 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 figure it out. You need to keep the great penis scare twenty twenty two. Oh goodness. It'd be a killer title, but I don't think we can have two dick related titles within like five episodes of each other. No, I'd rather not. <laughs> I'm looking at so, my I'm looking at my my little my little list of of intro of intro questions of conversation starters. This question is such a cop-out, so of course there have to be caveats. You can have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? You can't say money, because obviously that would solve all your fucking problems. So you can't say money. What are you going to do? What do you want? Gold. You piece of shit. I literally mean that anything that could be... Cons- you can't trade gold directly for things. However, you can sell the gold and get money. I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. Like because I, I beat your question. Like I guess, be I guess anything that if you had an unlimited supply of anything, yeah, I guess you could sell it and get money. Jesus, you're insufferable. It's supposed to be something that you would actually want an unlimited. Okay, okay, okay. What is something where if you got an unlimited supply of it, you would be glad to use for the rest of your life? You can't say money. I'm thinking like a snack or something. You eat a lot of muffins. You eat a lot of you eat a lot of oatmeal raisin cookies. I'll be altruistic here. Sorry, you cut out. What was it? I said I'll be altruistic here. Okay, that's nice of you. Potatoes. Elaborate. Potatoes are the perfect food. They have basically all the nutrients you need, and you can survive on potatoes as long as they're fried in a little bit of a fatty substance like oil or butter. Wait, for real? Yes. What? Then I'd use it to solve world hunger. Okay, that's good. That that's a good idea. I'm There's no way they have all the all all the shit you need. They do. They have everything except fat. Cuz we need fat. I guess yeah, they got carbs cuz it's starch. It's got veggies. I don't know what the four major food groups are. It's got all the vitamins and minerals and stuff that you need as um, well as it has carbs. That's great. Potatoes. They've got what you need. That's the that's the new slogan. I will charge for that. TM TM TM. Um, nobody take that. The problem is I didn't think of what I would want to to get an unlimited supply of. Ah, so here's the thing. I would want. Uh, I wouldn't want just like the same. I okay. I feel like I would want to say like a pretty broad category like Sanrio merch because that's my current my current fixation. That's the, what I'm really on a kick on right now. Um, Will I eventually have too much and sell it on Etsy? Yeah, but not for the purpose of cheating the question like yours was. Um, problem is, uh, I don't know if that's allowed. I make the rules. It's allowed. 
I was gonna say, because I don't want to just pick one item. I just think Sanrio merch in general would be great. Um, I wouldn't even charge for the uh, little frog. What's his face? Karapi? Whatever the fuck. His, his, I, I don't like his aesthetic. It's kind of fucking ugly. There, I said it. There. Stop asking for my I opinion don't know on it. Anything, I don't know anything <laughs> about this type of merchandise. I can't really comment on it. You know Hello Kitty. Yes. She's great. The the bitches behind me, Karomi and my melody. I'm sure you've seen my melody around. Not the thing, not like the show or anything. It was an anime in the early 2000s. Super cute. Um, but she's around, really big with aesthetic teens on TikTok and Twitter, or so I've heard. I, d- um, I don't come across content with aesthetic teens and all that stuff in it because the algorithm has figured out that I like stuff that depresses me, and. Um, <clears throat> It hasn't quite figured out that showing me youth is one way to do that. It hasn't quite figured that out? It hasn't. That is surprising to me. You said that, hold on, the algorithm understands that you consume depressing content, but it hasn't figured out the, your one Achilles heel, which is youthful joy. Yes. Well, now you've put it out onto the internet, so you're fucked. This is an audio format. I'm sure the internet doesn't have ears yet. I'm going to be real with you. I don't know that's true. I don't know if that's true. How else could fucking companies like uh, uh, like music companies use little use little bots, use little bots that can copyright claim your YouTube video when they use when they use your song? They already have a pre-recorded version of that song that the bot checks for. OMG. Okay, you're probably right, at least for a little bit. Until technology advances too far, blah, 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 and by then it'll be too late. And then they won't have to data mine our podcast to see what our preferences are. They already know enough about us. I feel like my algorithms have a pretty solid mix at this point. Like, yeah, it's, like, very political and very communist and very depressing, but also very fruity. Again, I, 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 can't, I, I can't really <laughs> yes and any of this. Yeah, well. I'm off my game tonight. You what? I'm off my game tonight. Are you sober? Vaguely. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast with two transgender siblings, uh, one of whom still just whipped out a giant fake dong, and the other of whom it's not giant. is still reeling from this. It, okay. What's your name and pronouns? Jesus Christ, I forgot to do it again. I, I could tell. <laughs> my name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and the dong is not even that big. It's the smallest one the website had available. So I don't know what you want from me. I was trying to be conservative in my selection. I'm sorry it's so appalling to you. Just waving around a giant Dirk Diggler. Dirk, hold on. One more go? Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. I heard Dirt Diggler, and I was like, hold on, hold on. What's the dirt got to do with it? <laughs> where's, the, where's the dirt going? <laughs> I mean, there's some very obvious, horrible references I could do about dirt and penises. Don't but, uh, do it! Damn it. I'm not going to do it because uh, I have standards, Stevie, and I am shocked and dismayed that you would suggest otherwise. I didn't. You're the one who brought up Dirk Diggler or whatever. You're the one who brought up Dr. Doolittle. Dirk Diggler is a fictitious porn star from the movie Boogie Nights. I, I don't know what and any of those words he has mean. a giant dog. That's really fun. That's delightful. What the fuck is Boogie Nights? How was I supposed to know that? It's a movie that I assumed everyone has seen. When did it come out? 
you're about to get really sad. <laughs> Here's the part where I get really sad. Oh, 1997. Yeah. 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 Now I'm depressed. The the reference you made earlier was the Sandlot Kids. Something Not like the that? Sandlot Kids. The Sandlot. Oh, just the Sandlot. Oh, I was mixing up with fucking. Oh, what's the okay? What's the movie? I'm thinking Little Rascals. I got mixed up with Little Rascals. I haven't seen the Sandlot Kids, but I've seen the meme enough to know it. You know. Oh my God! Why do you keep saying the Sandlot Kids? For the listener, Stevie just made a very silly face at me. Mm-hmm. It was a very subtle face. It was, very, it was just, just a gentle little smile. Just a, just it was very shrug. overblown. It's very Jerry Lee Lewis. Who the fuck is Jerry Lee Lewis? Is this going to be the whole episode? You, you making esoteric references that I don't understand? Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis is an American singer-songwriter. Jerry Lewis... I don't know who that is either. ...was a comedian. Okay. A very famous comedian, and actually, I'm going to try to find... Yeah, this should give you an idea. Sidebar, does your shirt have crawl marks on it? Uh, my shirt has a picture of Santa Claus on it, and it says, Communists have no class. That's really fun. Uh, yep. From for this angle... It's Santa Claus. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, I'm wearing an oversized t-shirt that says, Big Dick is back in town, which Shiloh got me for our anniversary, because it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. Anyway, who the fuck is this Jerry guy? Remind me after this that I have a story relating to that. The Jerry Lewis? No, Jerry, specifically. (laughs) Video title, The Sounds of Jerry Lewis. Here's one of his classic characters. Who the fuck is this guy? What is happening? This is delightful. (laughs) It just keeps cutting back. He does really long bits. I do love a good long bit. Oh my god, it's going to keep going. It just keeps going back to that one. But you get the idea. Yeah, it's thrilling. I like it. I do love a good, a good slightly too long bit. Um, the name Jerry unearthed a deep, 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 deep memory because I've okay. trained myself over the last uh, decade or so to regard it as embarrassing. Um, but now I'm a grown man, and I know that it's it's funny. Okay, so uh, picture me fourth grade, fifth grade. Believe it's uh, believe it's fifth grade. Uh, me and one of my friends. Uh, her name is Claire. We used to have, uh, I guess, a comedy routine, you could call it. Um, And I played Bob, and she played Jerry. I need it to be made clear that these are not characters we took from anything else specifically. They were just... Claire played the straight man, and I played the silly man. Uh, Except I, I, like, wholesale stole the main joke from Gospel Bill. On the bright side, Gospel Bill has so few viewers, I don't think anybody would catch it. That's the thing. Uh, So for viewers who don't know, shit, I don't know. We just had VHS recordings of this Christian TV show called Gospel Bill. Gospel Bill was a sheriff in a very small town, and he defeated, I don't know, evil criminals, etc., etc. With the Bible, not with his gun, with with the Bible. The Bible specifically. I remember an episode where it was was like a play on like David and Goliath, where a really big dude came to town, and he was a wanted criminal. Um, And then I think it was like the sidekick, Nicodemus, um, who ended up defeating him by... He had to fight smarter, not harder, and he hid behind a door, and he hit the guy over the head with the biggest fucking Bible I've ever seen in my entire life. That wasn't the bit. The bit was just that he was uh, bad at math, and he was just, like, air-drawing numbers, 
um, but getting all of the all of the equations wrong, which is high high comedy for ten year olds, which is great because that uh, was the demographic the show was aiming for. When did Gospel Bill come out? That it started in the late seventies, I believe. I, I knew it had to be, and went to the late eighties. Thought it had to be eighties, yeah. Oh, okay, June. 1981 to May 1993. Okay, I was close. Yeah. No, uh, Christian values-based television show. It sure was that. Um, anyway, yeah, we had a fun, a fun little comedy routine, and we did it at the talent show. Um, here's the thing. At the end of it, Claire added a bit where she pretended to um, kick me. Um, but that was not planned and it was behind my back so I didn't see and I just heard the audience laughing a little extra at the end Um, and then I saw the video and I was filled (laughs) with so much visceral rage because I felt like I decided that she stole my thunder Um, and then we didn't get along for a few years and now we're friends again Um, but yeah that just reminded me of uh, the whole little Bob and Jerry bit which we had going for like two years Uh, and I can't remember why me and my friends all give ourselves like middle-aged men names was really fucking funny but we all had them like we also had like george and kevin um and gary etc etc um and that was like the height of comedy at that age and i'm not really sure what was going on uh uh like right around 2010 uh but joke plagiarism was anyway speaking of horrible things like joke plagiarism okay it's time for the news yeah that tracks that figures Our first headline comes from uh, CNN. Okay. Hundreds of thousands of Puerto Rico's homes and businesses are still without power for two days after an outage. Holy shit. Hundreds of thousands of homes and businesses in Puerto Rico were still without power Friday, two days after the start of an island-wide outage that began with a fire at a power plant. Oh my god. About 600 to 650,000 of the island's 1.5 million utility customers had electric service restored the territory's power grid operator said Friday morning. But that leaves 800 to 850,000 homes and businesses still without power. Holy shit. Yeah, so this has been uh, going on the past couple of days. Are, are you familiar with why this happened? No, I, I do not know. Because Puerto Rico is still run like a colony. For real? Yeah. That's why they're not a state. That doesn't surprise me. And as such... Everything is built by the lowest bidder. They are just considered a, a quote-unquote territory, huh? Yeah, every, everything like as far as like their infrastructure, their power systems and all that, their utilities are all built by the lowest bidder. What's that mean? Meaning the, the whoever is willing to do it for the cheapest. Great. I'm sure that's not going to cause any long-term infrastructure issues like a massive blackout. Yeah. Shit. Uh, we can add this to our list of... Um, the things America does that suck dick and not in a good way. Yes, we can. I don't even have any bits to make about it. It just sucks ass. Again, not in a good way. However, uh, I won't say that. Never mind. Go ahead. I'll edit it out. I was not trying to make a joke that would make you uncomfortable, but I was about to say, logistically, I, I'm actually not sure how sucking ass works for somebody who uses that phrase a lot. I am actually not entirely clear what that what that would mean um just logistically i think it would be complicated that's all i've obviously been on the internet far too long because i understand <laughs> mechanics i feel like it's different from a rim job is, is what i'm thinking at the end of the day so yes it would be according to things i have seen on my long time <laughs> on the internet 
You've been on it for too long. Entirely too long. <laughs> I'm not. I won't. I, I will spare myself. I will spare myself on that. You should. Yeah. There's some things that we just weren't meant to know. Sucking ass is one of them. I would say Vore is probably one of them. Cheers. The internet is a bad place. Uh, sometimes it can be a good place, but yeah, it's, it's increasingly become a bad place. Yeah, speaking of a uh, bad place, the planet Earth. All right. Is this a climate change article? Not really. Okay. I just meant this in terms of global news. Oh, okay. I mean, you're still right, but okay. Specifically, global food prices have risen to the highest ever levels after the Russian invasion started. Jesus Christ. I'm assuming that's like a, a production issue. Well, the problem is that Ukraine and Russia combined... Uh, shipped out twenty ships out twenty five percent of the world's wheat supply. Oh my God, that is so much of the wheat supply. So since Ukraine is currently under attack by Russia and Russia has all those sanctions against them, yeah, the wheat's just not getting out. Yeah, and um, yeah, the price of re- wheat has soared to nineteen point seven percent in March as war in Ukraine disrupt Black Sea exports. Shit, this is going to affect cooking oils, cereals. And meats. Why? Oh, feeding animals. Because we feed animals grain. Oh. I mean, we could not feed them grain if we're okay with a little bit of mad cow disease. It's a trade-off, sure. No, it's definitely a trade-off, but I feel like it's not <laughs> worth it. It's it's a trade-off. I didn't say it was a good one, but it is, it is one. Yeah, apparently, if I remember correctly, if you ate a burger between, like, the mid-70s to, like, the early... To mid 1990s from the UK, there's like a really good chance that you would have gotten mad cow disease. What happens when a human gets it then? It messes up your brain. So you're also a mad cow now? Uh, for lack of any better way of putting it, sure, Stevie, you transform into a mad cow. That's so fucked up. That's really fucked up. Also, okay, so my understanding of it is a cow eats other cow. Uh, they go fucking crazy because you're not supposed to eat your own species and so it fucks up your brain humans eat other humans something similar happens and it's kind of like human mad cow disease but that's just m- mad human disease but i think that's only when you eat the brain or it's something. caused by prions what the fuck is a prion i'm glad you asked stevie in our new segment science corner oh this is fun i like science corner i look up things that stevie can't be bothered to look up yeah i, I won't do it and then i tell stevie Prion diseases, also known as transmissible spongiform encephalopathies, or TSEs... That sounds gross. ...are a group of rare, fatal brain diseases that affect animals and humans. That doesn't sound great. So prions are what cause those diseases, or prions are what the diseases are also called? Prions are misfolded proteins with the ability to transmit their misfolded shape into normal variants of the same protein. They cause uh, severe and transmissible neurodegenerative diseases. Like syphilis? And no, encephalop- encephalopathies. No, I know what those are, but syphilis is also a degenerative brain disease, right? Yeah, it can affect your brain. It also affects other things. Well, yeah. Oh, I, I guess it would be considered a venereal disease that also affects the brain. Oh. Yeah. This is a fun, a fun corner. This is a fun, cheery corner. Got yeah, here I'm not even I... going to write a drop for it because we're already inside of another segment. <laughs> <laughs> we could just write a single drop for segments that occur inside of other segments, which I would be okay with. <laughs> I'll see what I have. 
But this has been uh, Science Corner. Sorry I made a joke about mad cow disease. Sorry, sorry to all those mad cow disease victims out there. I feel like they're already gone by now, logistically speaking. I mean, they're, I mean, but they're families. So, sorry to the families of all the mad cow disease, disease victims out there. And now I'm imagining cows listening to our podcast. Oh, they're not happy. Just sort of like in general getting offended. The cows are never happy with what we have to say. Honestly, I'm a little bit over it. I feel like they're like sort of conservative leaning, and you think they wouldn't be because they're in the like agriculture industry. But here we are. I mean, honestly, it's, it's <laughs> the thing that gets me the most is the emails that we get from them. <laughs> because every time, it's always the same. It's just moo. You, uh, you fucking. Bl- I was about to say that I don't man the gender swap email, but you do, which is a funny joke because we don't have a gender swap email. Um. And I was going to ask what they said, and then you fucking breezed on. You just blew right on through it. You just, blew, you just fucking raced on through it. So how do you... Okay, so do you actually know that they're angry, or are you just being fucking judgmental because you refuse to run the emails through Google Translate? There's a lot of exclamation points. That could be enthusiasm. You know what? I just don't like their tone. So remember what I said about you being judgmental <laughs> towards the cows? <laughs> Listen, if they had if they had the little um if they were using the little the like the punctuation, the stars and the stars and the at symbol and the hashtags to demonstrate that they're cursing like in a cartoon, that would make sense to me. Wingdings. You're referring to wingdings. Wingdings is a font. Yeah, and it's a bunch of random symbols. So it's all just called wingdings? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so are they using wingdings? No, they're just, you know, a lot of moo. And a lot of the moos are all capitalized. It's in all caps, which tells me very angry moos. Maybe they... (sighs) I'm trying to place which of our conversation topics have upset the cows, but I know so little about cow politics that I can't really place what in particular would have set them off. Um, Like, it could be plain old transphobia, but again, I just don't know their stance. I can't can't even begin to make make a claim on their judgment. I don't know. God damn it. If the cows start voting against trans people, we're fucked. We're already fucked enough as it is. Cow, uh, cow, cow politics are a uh, minefield. But speaking of transgender politics... Oh. Alabama passes a bill making some transgender health care a felony. Good. Great. Good, 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 good. Great. Good, great. Good, good, good. Good. Great. I'm going to shit my brains out and die. That's my verdict. Alabama lawmakers passed a bill on Thursday that would criminalize gender-affirming health care for transgender youth with a threat of 10 years in prison for medical providers. Jesus Christ. That's fucking rotten. So I'm assuming that's like puberty blockers or putting anybody under 18 on HRT? Uh, yeah. The 10 years is if anyone provides medical care, including hormone treatment, puberty blockers, and gender reassignment surgery to minors. Jesus. What I'm just, what I'm afraid of is that, like, it's not like it's going to stop there. Like, it's just really, really, really easy to campaign on the back of, like, save the children rhetoric. It's so much easier to start there. Because then you get people who even normally would agree, like, with trans people. If they just aren't quite educated enough on it, they'll start to worry about it and worry that, like, kids just, like, won't know what they want or are just confused, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And so, like, they're going to end up supporting it even more, and they're just going to gain more fucking traction, and then it's going to expand to adults, they're already affecting fucking trans people in athletics. Um, Welcome to Stevie Spirals. Where on earth is safe from all of this? How's New Zealand doing? New Zealand seems fine. Good. Okay. All right, boys. 
the entire trans population of, I was going to say, America, let's say mm, the whole world, we are all going to collectively immigrate to New Zealand. And, um, hey, is New Zealand an island? Just checking in. Is New Zealand an island? Yes, New Zealand is an island. Okay. Potentially, that might sink it, just sort of like with the collective... Just like with our collective weight, I don't think islands are meant to hold that many people. We'll sort it out. Maybe we can all like trade off like seasons, do kind of like a timeshare dealio. We'll figure it out. Um, there's like four people to a house, um, but just like a different family lives there each season. I feel like we could work that out. You can get 25% of the year in a not shitty country. These are desperate times. You can just, you can, let's just go to New Zealand for our, our HRT providers and that's it. Hold on, I was doing some math, but you stopped before I could finish. My bad. I don't know how many trans people are in the world, which does pose a problem in terms of of calculating this. I'm actually calculating it right now. We're roughly 1% of the population, or 75 million people suddenly moving to New Zealand. How many, how, okay, how many people live in New Zealand right now? New Zealand's population is a little over 5 million people. Ah, man, damn it. I don't think they could really handle that, that sudden influx of more than their entire population. I was going to say kick all the cis people out of New Zealand to make room, but the problem is that hey, we're still not going to have room. That would be awful. It's like the down with cis bus, but it's just it's just the down with cis island. Do you know the down with cis bus post? No, I, I do not. All right. Micah's getting Tumblr education, boys. This is deep, deep, deep Tumblr lore. This post was uh, a really big thing. I would say mid-2010s. Think 2015, 2016, it was circulating. And uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, Sarah Zed, ended up unpacking a lot of like the fake Tumblr stories that went around, which at the time we all ate up hook, line, and sinker, and then realized, yeah, fucking obviously this is bullshit. And a lot of them seem to trace back to one person who is just pretending to be like lgbtq or liberal or leftist and is writing these stories with the intention of making the community look bad which is really fucking weird and if i remember correctly this post was one of them so this is the this is the infamous post here's a thing that happened to one of my friends i was there basically we were walking down the sidewalk talking about something meaningless i think it had to do with the movie Then this bus screeches up, stops next to us, and a bunch of people with down with cis shirts climbed out and start beating him up. I was punched and kicked a bit too, but I managed to avoid brutalization by going for their faces. After figuring out what's happening, I started attacking them back, getting them off of him. He was quite injured, but I called 911 and he made a full recovery at the hospital. I was fine, with only a cut on my arm that they patched up. This was posted on April 4th, 2015. The Down With Cis bus proceeded to be a huge fucking meme um, because of how infamously bizarre it is. And now it's just sort of... Um, now now we're huge proponents of it. You know, now it's like a symbol of trans liberty. Okay, I think cause I'm missing... Uh, there's some loss in translation with the humor there, but I think I roughly understand it. Transphobe writes a story pretending trans people beat him and a friend up. Trans people said, haha, stupid head, that's funny. And then they adopted the anti the anti cis people bus as a mascot. Okay. I don't know where I don't know I don't remember how I started on the down with cis bus. I actually don't either. 
shit. Were you talking about the news? Oh, New we Zealand. We were talking about the news. Good for trans people. That was it. That was it. Yeah, down with Cis Island, down with Cis Bus. I was talking about Alabama's new bill that they just passed through their house. Fuck Alabama. Uh, Democrats who were in the minority tried to fight the bill in part by arguing it contradicted Republican principles on the role of government. Mm. This is not small government. This is not a conservative bill, Democratic Representative Neil Rafferty told the chamber. But Republican Representative Wes Allen likened the initiative to laws that prevent minors from getting tattoos or buying nicotine products. Oh my god. <laughs> Once you get one gender reassignment surgery, you're gonna want another and another and soon your child will just be a pile of gender reassignment surgery. <laughs> It's going to be loaded up on testosterone, progesterone, estrogen, anything anything those bitches at Planned Parenthood will pump them full of. No no genitalia whatsoever. Smooth as a Ken doll down there. <laughs> Just a bunch of random prosthetics. I'm personally looking forward to the trans dystopia in which you can get as many gender reassignment surgeries as you want with no with no uh, repercussions to your your physical well-being. Indeed. Getting back to the article. I have to make jokes or else I'm going to want to jump off the roof. No, that's completely fair. <laughs> the governor, Governor Ivy, has not said whether she would sign the bill, but last year she signed one banning transgender athletes from school sports. Yeah, not looking fucking good. Ivy's office did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Yeah, she's probably just keeping quiet about it right now because she knows she'll get fucking hate mail about it. Ugh, what a pile of shit. Let's just throw away the whole state. On the bright side, the American Civil Liberties Union has called it the first bill of its kind to make health care for transgender youth a felony and said it will challenge the bill in court Good. In, if Republican Governor Kay Ivey signs it into law. Great, okay. There is that. That's comforting. You know what else is comforting? What else is comforting, Micah? When uh, people who aren't trustworthy get sued. Oh? Oregon is suing a COVID test company that's under scrutiny across the country. Okay. 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 I want to guess what they did wrong. Were they handing out fake tests and just sort of rolling a dice 50-50 on the results? Or were they overcharging, perhaps? Um, those are the two options I can think of. Well, buckle up. Okay. It's a company that operated hundreds of pop-up COVID-19 testing sites across the country, including here in Florida. Oh, shit. And they're now facing legal trouble. In a lawsuit, the state of Oregon has accused the owners of the Illinois-based Center for COVID Control of stealing millions of dollars in federal funds and insurance money in a lawsuit they filed Thursday. Oh, shit. The lawsuit said the owners boasted about buying a mansion and expensive sports cars. So what was the fraud? What's the grift? Uh, they're saying that they're suing uh, the company, CCC, and its testing partner, Doctors Clinical Laboratory, for deceptively marketing test services and for violating Oregon's Unlawful Trade Practices Act. The lawsuit says that the owners uh, had no prior experience in the medical field or medical <laughs> testing, and had previously run an axe-throwing lounge and photography studio. Okay, sure, all right. Yeah, they just saw there was money to be made in this shit. The lawsuit alleges that the CCC and Doctors Clinical Laboratory falsely told consumers they could provide accurate PCR COVID-19 test results within 72 hours. 
but instead produced questionable test results and lacked proper capacity to store and process the thousands of test specimens that they received every day. Ooh, so some of them they probably just didn't even process. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. The company operates 300 testing sites across the country. Or operated. It no longer does. God damn. Well, glad they're getting theirs. Fucking an axe throwing lounge. God damn, that is so insufferable. Oh my god. How how old are the are the owners? It doesn't say. I wanna I wanna get a vibe read on them. Does it say what their names were or what the company was? Uh, the company is um Center for COVID Control. Okay. That already kind of sounds like um a fake a fake company name along with whatever like the like doctors clinical laboratories like it sounds like somebody who has like vaguely heard of medicine before had to come up with a name for a lab real quick <laughs> they're like what's trustworthy uh doctors and clinics perhaps i was going to correct you on on, on the name of the other laboratory but no you got it right in one go it is the doctor's <laughs> clinical laboratory a name so fake i thought you messed it up when you said it back to me <laughs> it's just a bullshit name oh my god the the headline on usa today about this says pokemon's whatsapp chats lawsuit reveals inner workings of nationwide COVID testing operation and now i'm like what the fuck does the pokemon's have to do with it what is happening oh my god this is great Okay, Alea Siaj and Akbar Ali Syed. I want to see how a wedding photographer and a donut shop owner got millions. Where'd, where'd the axe throwing come in? I don't want to subscribe to USA Today. Fuck you. So it seems like they had a few businesses under their belt, but um, interesting how there's no medical experience. Yeah, nothing that would uh, make you feel like they had any kind of uh, expertise in the area. Yeah. You know who else doesn't have expertise? Who else doesn't have expertise, Micah? Me, in practically anything, but that doesn't stop me from bringing you the next segment. Okay. Proceed. You're darn right I'm going to proceed. <laughs> I know, I, I have no way of stopping you. <laughs> I feel like after dealing with all that horrible stuff in the news... Yeah. We should probably take a moment and cleanse ourselves. <sighs> Are you going to read from the fucking Bible? Nope, but I am going to take you to church. Yeah, yay! We're, g- we're getting in the, getting in the church, getting in the big old unmarked church van that you that you get into ride to church camp and mission trips, which looks really fucking weird from the outside. Because why are the windows tinted that dark? It's just a bunch of white middle schoolers in there. I don't know, but it's the cheapest one they could find. Also, recently I needed to wear a bandana to go to the gym because sweat kept getting in my piercing and my eyebrow piercing, and it's like fucked up. It has like a weird bump surrounding the bottom hole, which I don't think is supposed to happen. So I'm terribly worried about my eyebrow piercing i still look really sexy so it's like what do i do um also my piercer refuses to text me back and she was a racist bitch um so we're gonna go ask another piercer in town what's going on um because she was the worst anyway i digress um i had to wear a bandana and turns out the only bandana i own is from middle school church camp uh i did not know that i still had it I did not know that I have moved it in my belongings three times throughout college, and I have just 
kept it. I think for a, a brief minute there, when I was working at, at various bakeries and had to have like a head covering, I, I had it folded up so you couldn't see the logo. And it was only recently when I had to unfold it uh, that I realized that it had it, had it emblazoned in uh, some random Microsoft Word font. It's actually the same one they used to make Dumbledore's handwriting in the Harry Potter books. Anyway, fuck JKR. Uh, what part of the fake Bible are you talking about today, Micah? We're not talking about any part of the Apocrypha. What? Nope. I don't want to talk about the real Bible. We're not going to talk about the real Bible either. What are we talking about? I'm expanding upon the last time we did this segment where we talked about a creepy church in s- called the Sedlik Ossuary. Yeah, it was awful. I loved it. Which is in the Czech Republic, for those of you that aren't subscribed to the Patreon and haven't heard it's that episode. made of bones bone church bone church haunted bone church there are bone garlands and a bone chandelier it's very spooky they dug those bones up from the nearby cemetery that's the end of the song i ended it and so it sounded like there's gonna be another verse and then it's not yeah i took ab music theory so i should know what that kind of song ending is called but i don't i discarded all that info and it's been four years yeah, see, that's the thing. I actually went to college for this, and I also knew that info at one time. Damn. But in my case, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been about 20 years. Damn! <laughs> and I'm not going to look it up. Don't. I don't care about what chords are called. I just dick around on the ukulele and call it a day. Exactly. But we're going to talk about four churches that also have bones. Okay. Common theme. Surprising. Somehow I did I did not expect this to be uh, a trend, but all right. Guess it caught on after the ossuary. Well, a lot of these happened uh, previous to the ossuary. Oh, okay. So these are the Capuchin Crypts in Rome, Italy. Awesome. Okay, look around. Uh, what do you see? Well... It's a fucking crypt, so I feel like there's bones, but Micah just did a hesitant little laugh, which I am nervous about. <laughs> The crypt features a skeleton in the image of the Grim Reaper, complete with scale and scythe, also made of bones. Oh, hell yeah. Now we're talking, baby. The crypt is adorned with the remains of Capuchin friars who died between 1528 and 1870. Please tell me the friars volunteered for this freakish little, like, art show. and It they doesn't didn't just... specify. Oh, man. I feel like consent to use your body, like your bones, in um, like an art project should be like mandatory before using them. But you know, the reason is because the order relocated to Rome, and they want to make sure that all the monks, living and dead, could be kept in the same place. I mean, yeah, I guess. So monk storage. <laughs> Don't call it that. Makes it sound like you just got those really big Tupperwares, like the ones that mom would store decorations in in the storage room, like the really bulky ones that she always needed help carrying. Just put a couple fryers in there. They'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. They're airtight, but, you know, they'll keep. (laughs) You can keep a fryer for six to ten weeks in one of those bad boys. Oh, goodness. The next one is the Hallstatt Karner in Hallstatt, Austria. Cool. Many bone churches and ossuaries are decorated with femurs and pelvises, but at Hallstatt Karner... The skulls themselves are decorated. Ah, love. More than 600 skulls on the display in the bone house bear the owner's former names, (gasps) professions, and date of death. That's cool as shit. That's like very honoring. That's really cool. Many are also adorned with decorative garlands and flowers. 
Um, I actually 100% would uh, be okay with my skull being used as decor. I'm just not thinking about that. Like, my plan is to be cremated, because I feel like the fact that death is an industry at all, and you have to pay out the fucking wazoo for a coffin, is is really shitty, and I just think that's the worst, and I think it's really exploitative. But, so my plan is to be cremated, but I can't... Is it... Can I tell them that I just want them to save the skull? And, like... Let Shiloh put it on the mantle or something. I feel like that's metal as hell. I feel like that's really cool. <laughs> Shiloh's plan was to like keep one of my teeth or something, and I said that's weird, but now I am willing to give them my entire skull. That's also very goth. It's very goth, but I'm not sure that's really an option. I, I, I don't know that that's, that's done. It's my bones! Why would I not be allowed to do that? It's my own bones. Well, there, there's a lot of laws involving how to keep uh, dead people's remains. Why well, I think that's disrespectful to my memory. Fair enough. <laughs> uh... In lieu of being able to do that, yeah, would you perhaps want to add your skull to the church? I would also be good with that. Okay, because the most recent skull interred there belonged to a lady that passed away in 1983. Holy who shit. Request, who requested having the bone house as her final resting place. That's very cool. The church is still open to receiving similar requests. I'm surprised it's not flooded with recent skulls. Do people just not want to keep their skulls like that? I don't think people do. I think most people are a little bit, you know, scared of death. Oh, I guess that makes they're, sense. They're not They're kind of yucked out about it. Ah, eh, it tracks. I generally don't consider myself goth, but then I have conversations like this, and I'm like, oh. Well, I mean, you know, the penchant is there. So the next church mm-hmm. is called the Wamba Ossuary in Wamba, Spain. Okay. Unlike Sedlick and Capuchin Crips, the Wamba Ossuary isn't so much decorated with bones as much as packed to the gills with them. Jesus Christ. These remains weren't placed here for religious or sentimental reasons. They were stacked out of necessity as the local cemetery became overcrowded between the 12th and 18th centuries. What, they couldn't buy more land? They decided to put them in the house? Think about what was happening during that time frame that would kill so many people they didn't have time or space to bury them. Was it the plague? Yep, it was several instances of the plague. Oh, that sucks ass. The post office isn't open during the plague, so you're not really able to, like, buy land and shit. I'm assuming that's how it worked. I don't know. It's the Middle Ages. But I feel like you can't send letters if it's the plague and say, hey, can I buy your plot of land to bury all these fucking dead people? Just get a letter back that says, you know, I'd love to help you, but I also have all these dead people to deal with. I feel like if we all just pitched in a little bit of land, we could all bury our dead people together. Um, But sure, communism is the great evil. Okay, capitalism is why I have to pay for a box to put my stupid body in. That's my hot take for the day. I'm just really pissed off about it again now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, I get pissed about that about once a year. Um, Last time I was pissed about it, I wrote a song. Um, So I don't know what I'm going to do with this energy this time. I just complain on the internet like usual. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) I don't know how to segue into the last one. We're still talking about bones. What's the last one? You said there were four, right? There were four, yeah. This is the last one. This is the Skull Chapel in Czarna. Czarna. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Poland. Uh, Cool name. Very cool name. Love it. The bones and skulls of more than 21,000 people fill the Skull Chapel. (laughs) Okay, yeah, figures. (laughs) This isn't like Sedlik, where all the furnishings of the church are made of bone. Here, the walls themselves are lined with bones and skulls instead of drywall. It was created by a local priest, Vaclav Tomasek, who between the years of 1776 and 1804 
gathered and cleaned the remains from shallow graves left behind after the Thirty Years' Wars, the Sicilian Wars, and cholera outbreaks. Oh man, two wars and a fucking plague. He placed what he deemed significant bones on the altar, including the skull of a local mayor, skulls with bullet holes, a skull deformed by syphilis, and the bones of a supposed giant. Supposed giant? The bones of a supposed giant. He's like, huh, that, that's a big-ass skull. Cool. I didn't know we had a giant around these parts. <laughs> that's great. When, when Tomasek died, his skull was placed on the altar as well. Good for him. I, I would really want my, my, my body to join my performance piece, too. That's delightful. Good for him. I like how behind all these just seems to be like a really... A really freakish little artist, and everyone's like, well, put that much work into it. Might as well keep it. Like, what the fuck? Like, Tell and the me. one we were talking about last week, the ossuary, I'm not even clear on whether or not he got permission to do it. Like, it seemed like he was just really excited about it, and they were like, okay, shit. All right, dude, whatever. He's already in there building it. We can't stop him now. He's got a lot of bones on hand. <laughs> If we tell him to stop, he's going to eat the bones. We cannot. We cannot tell him to stop. We just have to let him ride it out. <laughs> so I have uh, one more segment, but I've got to use the bathroom real quick. Okay. Sorry about that. You ruined my bit. Proceed, though. I'm sorry I ruined your bit. I wanted to see if I could if I could do the quiz uh, quick enough, like before you came back, because I was having a conversation with the listener, and then you came back. So you fucked my shit up, just so you know. I'm sorry that I fucked the shit up. I'll let you know what I got later, though. Before we get to the quiz, okay. I figured that we might also, because this is the free episode, and the listeners of the, to the free episode haven't heard this yet unless they're on the patreon uh-huh. we have a, a newer segment that we just incorporated <gasps> we do which is a sibling i guess to the previous segment take you to church yeah so this segment is called take you to heck take you to heck demonology segment satan segment Demon time, demon time, and that's the that's the drop. I actually wrote it myself. Micah hasn't written a drop for it already, um, even though we did it last week. So that's actually the new drop. Hold your applause, though. And now I'm gonna put in the real drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which tonally very different. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> So in this segment, we're kind of uh, 
going through the Dictionary of Demons in alphabetical order. Yeah, we started with A last week, and there are, surprisingly, a, a lot of fucking demons. <laughs> they got a demon for every occasion. Well, we're still in A this week. Okay, gotcha. And what, what list are you using? Like, what website have you gotten this list from? Uh, I closed the window, so... Damn it. Hold on. I am getting this from a compendium of demons, which is on kashgar.com.au. Cash what? Kashgar.com.au. Okay. I, that sounds reputable. Well, I just use that as my starting point where I get the name, and then I look it up on my own. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay. Sorry, I just like the idea of you going on Google and looking up list of demons. And just hitting the first result that came up. It wasn't the first result. That was a second, okay. So what, what, what demons are we talking about? What, what evil sweet boys are we talking about? Well, the first one is named Agaris. Agaris. Is that A-G-A-R-U-S? R-E-S. R-E-S, okay. Agaris is... Uh... The second demonic spirit of the Ars Goetia, summoned by King Solomon. Cool. He is the first duke of the eastern realm of hell, who appears as an old man riding a crocodile and carrying a hawk on his fist. That's so goddamn cool. Look at this weird old man. This is delightful. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to check and see what his deal was, uh, mainly because I wanted to see if he was sexy. Um, not to my liking, the crocodile uh, would, I'm assuming, be there, and I'm just not super... No, hold on. Someone did make a sexy version that I am sending to you now. <laughs> of course, they made a fuckable version of this old man. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to. I was about to reference a Tumblr bit you wouldn't get, but for fellow Tumblr users, they fucked that old man. This one's quite good. Uh, however, that crocodile does look very spooky, um, so I shall abstain. Indeed. Uh, yeah. What's his deal? Tell me what his deal is. He teaches languages. Fetches nice. back those who run away and make those who run away stand still. Okay, that's pretty specific. Um, I'm trying to think how that connects to the language thing. Not sure. Maybe they ran away to another country. Maybe that's. Well, no, it. he just teaches languages, and then like, on top of that, on the side, if somebody's running away, he can he can make them stop running away and force them to come back. I don't love that. I feel like that. I feel like he sounds a little bit like a cop. Well, much like a cop, he commands 31 to 33 legions of demons. Ah, oh, man. And has the power to cause earthquakes and cause runaways to stop and return to their place. As we all know, cops are the reason San Francisco is falling into the ocean or whatever the fuck is going on in California. Um, well, this guy doesn't sound as cool as the other ones that we talked about last week. Uh, I like how there's such a mixed bag on demons. <laughs> like... Oh, he, he teaches languages. And it's like, oh, okay, I, that, that doesn't seem too evil. Um, and he also, I guess, pursues runaways. And it's like, okay, I guess that could be good or bad. I'm not sure, but he does sound like a fucking narc. Okay. And then it's like, well, why is he a, why is he a demon? Why is he, de is he supposed to be evil? Is he supposed to be bad? Is he supposed well, to be, like, stopping people who are running away from something bad? Like, what's going on? Well, a lot of these seem to be demons because they, they control legions of demons. So I don't get that. Like, if you control the, legions of demons, then people are gonna like, oh, you're a demon. You might have just been some guy who got into the wrong line of work with a crocodile and a, his pet hawk. Yeah, maybe he was an apprentice zookeeper and also a Spanish teacher, and he also had a, a, a nice penchant for getting people to stop running away. Not for any supernatural reason. He can just yell really loud, and his voice travels pretty far. Of course, that old archetype. 
like they turn around like oh my god wait was that the voice of my high school spanish teacher mr smith mr smith where are you and then he makes them come back because they're so curious like oh my god hi because he was a really nice teacher like come on he's not one of the he's uh, got a stick up his ass kind of deal he's like okay if you failed the final exam you can do some extra credit and your grade will come up you'll be fine you know and everyone wants to say hi to him after the fact i enjoyed this world that you built but we have to move on boo (laughs) (laughs) the next demon is actually like a group of demons or a type of demons like a collective a union okay called the ala okay how's that spelled ala you know i feel like i should have guessed that all right (laughs) it is a uh female type of mythological creature recorded in the folklore of bulgarians macedonians and serbs Ayla's are considered demons of bad weather whose main purpose is to lead hail-producing thunderclouds in the direction of fields, vineyards, or orchards to destroy crops <laughs> or loot and take them away. What a piece of shit. <laughs> they're, they're extremely voracious and uh, like eating children in particular. Okay, see, that's the, kind of, that's the kind of demon I'm talking about. Now, that's a demon. That's not your Spanish teacher. That's a real demon. Uh, if it's not a demon... This guy had a lot of bath salts. Like, what the fuck is happening? Okay, great. Good. They don't just eat kids, though. Sometimes oh. they try to devour the sun and moon, causing <laughs> eclipses. He <laughs> just unhinged their jaw like a snake and try and get around it. They're like, ah, gosh dang it. Didn't get it this time. Maybe next time, boys. We'll try again. <laughs> and like working out, trying to get your jaw big enough just to swallow it. When people encounter an Ayla, their mental or physical health, or even life, are in peril. Oh. However, her favor can be gained by approaching her with respect and trust. So, oh, so, is she, so does she try and eat the sun and moon and destroy all the crops and eat children because she's been dissed? Being in a good relationship with an Ayla is very beneficial because uh. she makes her favorites rich and <gasps> saves their, their lives in time of trouble. Fuck yeah. So... Oh, what's the quote? Hell hath no fury like a demon scorned. Um, I think that maybe if everybody just wasn't so fucking rude to her, she wouldn't be wrecking their crops. I feel like if she's wrecking your crops, maybe it's for a good reason. If she ate your child, maybe your kid shouldn't have been a dick. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't say why the Ayla destroy crops, just that they do. Their appearance is often uh, vaguely described. A given Ayla might look like a black wind, a gigantic creature of indistinct form, a huge-mouthed, human-like or snake-like monster, Terrifying, a female dragon, or a raven. That is a wide variety of descriptors, and that now makes sense as far as why the Google images here are so widely varied. I do like the I do like the dragon. I, I like the multi-headed dragon depiction on the villains wiki. Um, I like that they just included every demon in the villains wiki. Um, I think that's good. They got a lot of ground to cover, but okay. I think that's great. I, I think a hydra is a sort of a middle of the lane uh, depiction of her. I feel like that's on the extreme end. Like the middle of the lane, I would think of like the uh, the black wind. I feel, I feel like having a physical form at least is is middle of the lane, you know? I was thinking like raven or like a full-blown dragon. Oh, well, the dragon. On a scale of wind to raven to dragon, the dragon is on a pretty far end, ain't it? Yeah, like like the raven or me, even the snake-like monster might Do be you, in the middle, uh, size-wise. I imagine the snake-like monster to be very, very close to the dragon on the scale. Okay. Because I feel like they're both big as shit, you know? Well, it doesn't say that it's big, just that it's huge-mouthed oh. and human-like. 
So it could be like the size of a person and just have a really big mouth. That's terrifying. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm imagining it right now. Talk about Vor. <sighs> Damn it. Sorry. Ah, uh, you're killing me. <laughs> but you know who won't kill me? Okay. I like that you intentionally did not use Vor in that segue. Proceed. This one won't. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Please tell me this isn't the demon of Vor. <laughs> Please. Amit, who is an ancient Egyptian god, oh, goddess, is called the Devourer of the Dead. God damn it! Just a little bit of ghost vor. <laughs> she has the uh, four quarters of a lion, the hind quarters of a hippopotamus, and the head of a crocodile. It is this spelled A-M-A-T? A-M-M-I-T. No wonder I was fucking this shit up. Um, I am having... Any time in, like, mythology they describe something as having multiple different animal parts, I'm like, ah, uh, I've decided that's a sphinx. Uh, that's the only thing I will ever imagine, because I just simply do not care to try and, like, formulate it in my brain. Do you know why it has a lion, a hippopotamus, and a crocodile? Why? Because those were the three largest man-eating animals known to ancient Egyptians. That's terrifying and extremely good. Yeah, I mean, those are pretty vicious creatures. This is a really fun... I, I like I like this guy. I'm, I'm seeing, like, the little, um... The, like, drawings, like the hieroglyphs, I suppose. Um, and I think it's really adorable. The lion's mane is all, like, colorful and it looks like cute hair. And the back end of it, the hippopotamus half, is def definitely supposed to be really scary, but it's got cute little feeties. It's got cute little feet. <laughs> she was a funerary deity. Oh. Her titles include Devourer of the Dead, Eater of Hearts, and The Great <laughs> Death. The Great Death. Okay, cool. Didn't Egyptians already have a funerary god, Anubis? Like, the like the god of the dead? Well, here's how it works. Okay. Anubis will weigh the heart of a person. Okay. On some scales, and on the other side of the scales is a feather of Ma'at, the goddess okay. of truth. If your heart was heavier than the feather, which meant that your heart was full of sin... Oh. Then your heart was judged to be not pure, and Anubis would take the heart and throw it to Amat. Ah, to Manchan. Or, or Amit, rather. Amit? I've, I've, have I been saying Amit or Amat? You've been saying Amat, which is why I got confused earlier, I think. Okay, no, I meant to say Amit. Or you might have said Amit, and I'm just dumb. Okay, Amit. <laughs> yeah, a Amit is the name of this. Of this guy. I'll find out in the edit what I did. Ah, we'll see. But anyway, Anubis takes the heart, throws it to Amit, Amit eats the heart, and then your soul is stuck in a restless state forever, which the Egyptians called to die a second time. Ah, that's horrifying. I love it. Your soul is just restless. Just a little wiggly. Never going to get quite comfortable. Shit, I'm already well, like that. Well, the second version of that, Amit is said to sometimes stand beside a lake of fire, and instead of the heart being cast to Amit for Amit to eat, the unworthy hearts were cast into the fiery lake to be destroyed. I guess if she's not hungry, she just sort of sends one in there. Amit was not worshipped. Instead, she embodied all that Egyptians feared, threatening to bind them to eternal restlessness if they did not follow the principle of Ma'at. Ma yeah, I'd be spooked too. Uh, yeah, 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 okay. That was Amit, and that was my three demons for this installment of Take You to Heck. Take You to Heck, baby. Was that three demons? That was three. We had a Garrus. Oh, right. It was the old man and the, the collective and then the, the spooky one. You're right. Okay. I was only thinking of the old man. That's why. 
Okay, so this is actually kind of related, which I'm really excited about. I feel like we have perhaps harped on death a lot this episode. Um, And rather than lighten that up or change the topic, uh, do you want to know how you would have died on the Oregon Trail? Yes, Stevie. Yes, I do. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Uh, I'm I'm now like petrified that we've done this quiz before, but I feel like you'd remember that. So I feel like I'd remember it too, and I'm gonna bet it's gonna be dysentery. Uh, I did I did mine, um, and I got typhoid, so we'll see. I can't remember what typhoid is, to be fair. Okay, yeah, so this is a quiz by Zesty Honey Bee with three E's. Can you see the quiz all right? All good? I can see it. Perfect. Question number one. Pick a baby food flavor. Green beans, banana, apple spinach with kale, carrots, chicken and rice, or prunes. I'm going to go with apple spinach with kale, because that sounds awful. Oh, I picked that one because I thought it sounded better than the others. I mean... (laughs) We obviously have differing tastes. Clearly. Question number two. When do you wear socks? Never. Always. In the shower. Only when I'm wearing sandals. Just around the house. Or only when I'm wearing shoes. Only when I'm wearing shoes. Uh, what percent charge is the device you're ta- you're taking this on? So I guess look at your phone. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'll I'll look at my phone. Hold on. Okay. Uh, it doesn't tell me a hundred percent between fifty and a hundred. It's charging right now between twenty and fifty, less than twenty or less than five. Between fifty and a hundred. Perfect. I usually keep my device fairly charged. Okay. Question number four. Pick a loser guy name: Trevor, Nathaniel, Timmy. Oliver, Christian, Benjamin. I'm going to go with Nathaniel. Get his ass. Get his ass. Where's the prostate? In the fridge. Up your asshole. Up some assholes. Under the bed. Trunk of the car. Or up your nose. I'm going to go for the correct answer, which is up some assholes. That's not where I thought it was. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Question six. Pick wait, where did you, wait, hold on. <laughs> Where did you think the prostate was? I th- I think I thought. <laughs> okay, hold on. I need to double check something. Uh, so for- you are obviously the product of the Florida sex education programs. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I I need to double check. Uh... Okay, no, that's not where I thought it. Thought that, okay, that's not what. Okay, okay, okay. So I thought that the prostate was. Uh, on that, on the, you know that part that's between the dick and the asshole. I just thought it was right in between there. The perineum. Yeah. Also known as the gooch. That's the one. Also known as the taint. That's what a taint is. Yeah. Yeah. No. I wouldn't. Know, I've never seen a dick in person. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know what it is. I don't know. And yeah, I went to Florida high school. I went to Florida middle school. I was not taught a whole lot. Actually, my peers might have been taught that in eighth grade sex ed. I just remembered that. I was just the only person who was exempt from it because my mommy signed the form. <sighs> well, now I look silly. I pick a song lyric, but they're all Murder Dolls songs. Um, I hate reading these fucking song lyrics. I'm going to say sh- the fourth one. 
The fourth one, the fourth one is I love to say fuck when I'm driving in my car, fuck when I'm walking in the fucking park, and that's from the song. I love to say fuck. Uh, I picked, I take drugs, I take drugs, I take drugs, and you should too. You know, these are pretty straightforward, actually. I've never listened to this band, but, you know, uh, they say what they mean, and they mean what they say. Question number seven. Uh, I like your shoelaces. I'm not wearing shoes. Thanks. They just came with the shoes. Weirdo. I stole them from the president. Or is wearing those shoes that tie all the way up your legs and turn into pants? Uh, I'm not wearing shoes. Okay. Pick the odd one out. Fork. Soy sauce, Australia, uh, Kerberos, one of Pluto's moons, uh, Australia, knife, spoon. You said Australia twice. My bad. You know what? I'm going to go with soy sauce. It's the only condiment. That's true, but Australia is the only country. Kerberos is the only planet. But yeah, soy sauce is the only condiment, so I can't argue with that. Pick an illusion. Time, winter, luck, money, the light in the fridge, or religion. Let's go with money. So true, Bastie. God. Because money is fake. Money is fake. Money is fake. Money is fake, and it sucks. Listening to music isn't enough. I need to eat it. Fuck the lead singer. Turn it up louder. Die. Wear headphones. Or I've never listened to music before in my life. Wear headphones. Okay, fair. Because I have really nice headphones, so I hear a lot more of the song. Uh, I have also been really thriving in my really nice headphones lately. It's it's it really hits, especially when does yours do yours have the little the the fucking the little the little button that makes it go louder the noise canceling button. No, mine do not have a noise canceling button. I don't know how it works even a little bit because if they're on and even if I'm not playing music and I press the button suddenly I can't hear stuff better and I don't know how the fuck it does that. I don't hear any mechanics moving inside of it. How does it cancel a noise? I don't know how noise canceling works. It's really thrilling. Choose a crime. Murder. Shoplifting. Dealing drugs. Being gay. Arson. Assault. Vandalism. Tax fraud. Escaping prison. Or Grand Theft Auto. There's so many more choices for this question than there are for the other ones. I'm going to go with arson. Classic. Where are we getting married? In a church. McDonald's bathroom or parking lot. On the moon, the beach, we're just getting a certificate at the courthouse, no fancy wedding, at a casino, a shitty motel, or our own backyard. Our own backyard. And and why are we getting divorced? We're not, heart emoji. Someone's pregnant, you're cheating. (laughs) Someone, not necessarily someone in the relationship, but someone somewhere is pregnant. Uh, You're cheating on me. I found someone better. We only got married because we were drunk. You're in prison. You stole my car and killed my dog. Or we argue too much. Uh, Let's go with we argue too much. That'd be a good reason. You got dysentery. Uh, You're trying too hard to be like other people. The majority of people who took the quiz got dysentery, which is 14%. 12% got a broken leg. 10% you drowned. 10% a snake bite. 10% you made it to Oregon. Oh, that's great. 9% a broken arm. 9% typhoid. That was me. Uh, 8% exhaustion. 8% a fever. 2% measles. And 2% cholera. Yeah, most of these are are diseases. But yeah, you really could just fucking die from, from broken arm, huh? Yeah. Drowning is more realistic for me since I can't really swim very well or at all at this point. I'm not quite sure, but, you know, what can you do? Also, dysentery makes sense for me because IBS. Oh, my God, you're right. They didn't even ask if you had gut issues, but that actually fits really well. Does typhoid even... What's typhoid? It's a fever. 
That's it? Uh, I don't know. I'm also going to Google it. Oh, a bacterial disease spread through contaminated food and water or close contact. Okay. So, really bad food poisoning. That is fucking embarrassing. Yeah. It used to be a lot more common, too. Hey, what's typhoid Mary? That's, that's Typhoid that? Mary was a lady who was asymptomatic, which meant that she was a carrier, but she didn't have any effects. Oh, no. She decided that she wanted to help people. No. By feeding them. Girl. She was an American cook. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so fucked up and also really sad because she had no idea and she was just doing her best for her community. Well, the thing is, they've actually figured it out pretty quick, but they couldn't stop her from cooking. She just Why kept f- doing it. What the fuck? Why not? She just kept doing it. No, 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 no. They figured out that it was her fucking fault and they couldn't get her to stop. Why aren't you arresting her? She's doing biological warfare. Do you I- want to catch? Do you want to catch typhoid? Back then, they were like, you can't get near him. So you just can't enforce it? Why aren't you burning down the fucking kitchen then? Why aren't y'all setting fire to it from the outside? Someone like someone get a megaphone. Or a really big stick, yell from a few meters away from the house, or poke the door to knock on it with the big old stick. Tell her to come out and then set fire to it. Set fire to her? No, set fire to the house, which is why I had her come out first. But she's the carrier. Uh, she might die from smoke inhalation, but I still have plausible deniability because I got her out of the house first. Well, either way, <laughs> uh, basically... A, a guy figured out that uh, she kept serving uh, families. Damn. She was the cook that served uh, eight families, and uh, seven of those families experienced cases of typhoid. Damn. He was try- uh, The guy who was trying to figure it out started stalking Mary Malone, which was her name, in oh, Manhattan, shit. and he revealed that she was transmitting disease and death by her, her activity. His attempts to obtain samples of her feces, urine, and blood earned him nothing but being chased by her. Yeah, no shit, dude. Oh my god, that's funny. That man's name? Yeah. George Sober. Who is that? That The guy who did this, who was, who was trying to stop her. You said it like the name was significant. Was it, last name is Sober, I just thought that was funny. Oh, Sober. Yeah, it is. But mm. now, you, now, now the moment's gone. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like it was somebody. You said it like it was going to be George H.W. Bush. Like, I was waiting for <laughs> reveal and it was just some guy named george anyway uh <laughs> she contaminated and uh as a cook in the sloan maternity ward in manhattan she's getting the mothers and babies now she contaminated in three months at least 25 people doctors nurses nurses and staff That's two of so them magical. died okay so why did george not tell people about her shit he did but then she started getting hired under different names uh that time as mary brown so now she's intentionally doing it. Was she just really insistent on her not having... She was the first anti-masker. Yeah, she was kind of an anti-masker. Yeah. She's, like, intentionally going to events and stuff because she's like, well, I'm certain I don't have it. And it's like, you're the common denominator. And she's like, well, it couldn't be me because I feel fine. And it's like, wow, you are um, pretty much just the worst at this point, responsible for a fuck ton of deaths. Hope you feel good. And she's like, yeah, because I fed eight families. And it's like, yeah, well, seven of them are dead, Mary. What now? You, you, seven families are dead. You're killing the nurses and doctors, which are probably in pretty high demand in the middle of, I don't know, the fucking plague. She did this in 1909, by the way, which was a lot easier to get hired under a fake name back then because they didn't even yeah. have social security cards yet. Oh my god, you're right. I forgot that, that was after the Great Depression, wasn't it? 
Yep. Damn. So it was way easier to just move to a new town and start a new life as a completely different person. That'd be really easy if you were trans. I'd make that shit way easier. I think that just about covers this uh, death-filled episode. Our, our death-heavy podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to have to start marketing ourselves as a goth podcast. I mean, I am goth. You are goth. I'm starting I'm starting to think I'm getting there. Ideologically, yeah, absolutely. Aesthetically, not so much. But I mean it's not like you dress goth 100% of the time. You always have darker clothes, but like not I mean right now you're wearing a nice shade of crimson, I would say, which I would say is still a fairly gothy color. Mm. What defines a goth? Is it just the ideology or does it have to be the fashion? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm goth adjacent. There you go. You're goth adjacent. Sanrio core goth leaning, you know. On that note, where can people find your goth ass? They can find my goth Sanrio ass at steviebee.com. That's steviebee.com. All my links, all my shit is over there. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitch. I have a Discord server. Someone recently joined the Discord server who discovered me solely through the podcast. They hadn't heard of any of my other shit, which felt very, very special because that means that random fucking people are hearing about our show, which is great. Also... Send us letters. Send us nice messages. Because we haven't done Mail Corner in a while. OMG. I just thought about that DM that I showed you earlier. That was really, really sweet. We should have done a Mail Corner with that. It was really cute. We should have. We also, we got a comment on the Patreon. Oh? We did. Well, I think that's neat. I think that's great. Were you going to share it on air or are you just letting me know? I was about to share it on air. Go ahead. Uh, It's from Dolphin System. (gasps) OMG. I know them. I love them. And they were replying to... Uh, our episode, our bonus episode, The Nihilism Comforts Me. (laughs) I'm glad to be of help. (laughs) And their comment was, fantastic episode. The stuff about about perception as a non-binary person really hit, especially about being AMAB. Great job, smiley face. Oh, what a sweetheart. They are uh, very present in my Twitch streams, and they always comment nice things on my TikToks. Um, so thanks for thanks for being there, Dolphin System. This short little mail corner. So yeah, we love getting comments from you guys. We love uh, getting getting DMs, getting mail corners, etc., etc. Um, so if you would like to be on our mail corner, we have a Patreon, and you are very, very likely to be on mail corner if you comment or send us a message on Patreon, which is three dollars a month it's very cheap very very cheapo and you will get uh twice as much gender swap every month because you are going to get two regular episodes per month and two special special usually more lighthearted episodes per month micah where can the people find you the people can find my music on mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com i highly recommend dandy among squires it's a specific song it's very good so yeah i think uh, you already covered the patreon so, um, uh, and I, I also told them while you were pissing about the, the Tumblr blog. Oh, yeah. Uh, could you do that again? Because I'm probably going to edit that part out, possibly. Boo. Uh, yeah, so... The <laughs> Uh, we have a Tumblr blog where I have all the, the quizzes that we've done. Um, also, we do have that list on our website, which is housed on my website, stvb.com slash genderswap. Uh, we have a list of all the quizzes we've done, and it is also where I... Um, sort of chronicle the quizzes that I'm probably going to put on the show eventually. Uh, So if you have a quiz you would like to suggest, you can uh, inbox us over on Tumblr. Uh, Again, that is genderswappodcast on tumblr.com. 
there we go. I think that just about covers us. So, uh, nothing left to say, but bye. Bye.